Everybody wants to be successful, and yet we all have different ideas of what that is. Finding success is the journey we embark upon to go and get what's ours. We are willing to travel down within to find our greatness buried deep inside of us. Questioning society's views and flipping the script, putting our own stamp on life. We're here because our future is within our control. Finding success is how we grab hold of what is possible. The relentless pursuit of success starts here. We're finding success and we're here to help you break that monotony of your life and help you find your version of success. Welcome to another episode. Um, this week, oh, it's the week, this week's gone fast. It's scary, isn't it? This whole year is going fast. Yeah. February now. Terrifying. That's right. That is right. How was your, how was your week? Uh, this week's been all right. Um, I think, I don't know what it is, whether it's because it's still getting, still dark or in the morning or something. I'm still struggling in the morning a little bit. Um, I should be back in the habit of things now, like a month, over a month gone past, you know, sort of having a little break and it's still, still struggling just a little yeah. bit just to get, just to get going in the mornings. But I will get there, I'll persevere and we'll, uh, we'll crack on. What about yourself? Yeah, it's good, similar. Um, it's obviously still a tough time of the year. Yeah. Uh, but staying focused, staying disciplined is, is helping. Yeah, good. That's the biggest thing for me at the minute. That's the goal for the year, stay disciplined. This week's episode, <clears throat> last week we spoke about uh, ETFs, ETFs and index funds, right? So still on the investing, uh, still on the investing hype, still talking about financial things just for now. Um, we're going to continue that with value investing over growth investing. Um, two different concepts, but is there a better one? Is there a worse one? So we're going to discuss now, really. Um What's value investing? Why'd you look at me straight away? You go, oh, what is value investing? Because you know everything, Adam. Adam you do. Knows, Adam yeah. knows everything. <laughs> you know everything. Um, value investing. <laughs> so, I think this year, I'll, let me go into a little story before we talk about value. I'll, I'll give a an example. Okay. So, um, over the past couple of years, uh, as we all know, cryptocurrency has blown up. And don't know that, newcomers to the market have been unbelievably high in growth due to the fact of COVID and so on and so forth. And people are always looking to buy a company that they think is at a great price. Um, however, as we all know, and the majority of people who have done research and investing, time in the market is virtually impossible unless you have a big background uh, and, a, and a good knowledge of how the company works and what sort of price you're happy with to get involved in and at. So looking for value, for instance, value. Now, the way you can do that, again, is picking a price, doing your research on the company, looking through the overalls of financials, the income statements, balance sheets, and, and so on and so forth, and picking a price that you feel comfortable with. And I think that a lot of people in new terms of new investors don't do that. They just buy high and sell low. And what happens? They lose all their money and then being rich is impossible because the rich always get richer and the poor always get poorer. And that's where it all starts and that's where it all continues. So that is a form of value investing. Value investing is looking for a good price in a company and buying it and be happy with it, in my point of view. I agree. Perfect. I'm glad you agree. <laughs> but would you also agree with the side of the 
newcomers to the to the market and the way that they perceive the market and how the market kicks their butts and leaves them at the end crying in the corner. I do. Unfortunately, they're not willing to take the the long road. So <clears throat> the value investing, value investing, uh, the methods are are long. They're very. You have to be incredibly patient, and all these these new people that have joined the market, as you said, over COVID and so on and so forth, they're not got the long term horizons in mind. They're sort of just looking to make some money, want to see if they can stop working and just live off of that sort of investments. <clears throat> I saw a number of memes over the lockdown actually of people saying, uh, or not memes like TikTok style things. I don't know um, of people saying, "Oh, I've sold all my life savings. I quit my job. I walked up and I put them all into the." Uh, you know, stocks and shares, and then the next clip is them going, and now I'm back in my job sweeping like yeah. roads and all that sort of stuff. Um, <clears throat> because it's it goes back to one of the episodes ages ago about um, what's the word we spoke about? We've spoken about a lot of words. We have spoken about what is it? Uh, it's the instant gratification. Yeah. Okay. Everyone wants that instant win, instant money. They want it now. There's no long road to it. So it's like people will spend loads of money on lottery tickets, but not actually invest in themselves like, to educate themselves in the markets and stuff. So that is the biggest issue with all these new investors coming into the market. Um, and that's why they get stung because they're not educated and it hurts them. So they then hate money and they hate the markets and it's just it's a downward spiral. So I would agree <clears throat> with you there as well. Um, Value investing to me has been made incredibly popular by Warren Buffett. Um, he's like the goat, isn't he, when it comes to value investing. He's the most famous one out 100%. there that everyone knows. Um, and he's quite open about his, his methods. And it's really easy. You, you just go on YouTube and find out a lot about how he invests, look at all his interviews and so on. So yeah. And find out everything like that. It's actually quite interesting listening to his way of thinking because it's so basic, so simple. Um. So yeah, moving on to like, I've got three things the value investing and growth investing sort of have to look at to be able to decide which one you're going to do. Um, and I know we spoke a lot about value invest- investing, but growth investing has also became quite popular in this uh, in this COVID lockdown because it's you're looking when you do it properly, you look at companies that have good potential basically and uh, underperforming at the moment, but then we'll rock it soon enough um but have you heard of wall street bets yes heard the hype about um yeah yeah must have but that's people were trying to almost skip growth investing and skip that to jumping on hype investing um they call them meme stocks didn't they meme stocks exactly that so that like meme investing just following what the mass population on social media doing that's even more dangerous because chances are by the time you found out about it it's too late and people have made their money and got out and you're left with no money um, that happened a lot over the lockdown, didn't it? Yeah. It was quite scary. Wall Street bets, um, I don't know how much we should go into this really, but <laughs> some of the people and some of the things that they actually put out there, because initially it didn't start with AMC, did it? it started with GameStop. Yeah. Or maybe it was with AMC and then GameStop and was Blackberry and, and then GameStop was the biggest. GameStop was the biggest. The biggest, yeah. the biggest version. But to have, so to call out a company and say we should all invest in this company at this time and day is illegal you cannot pump and dump a company in any way shape or form 
But the way they worded it and the way people worded it and the way it was mentioned to investors who follow the brand, i.e. Wall Street Bets, then became spreadable and John down the pub told Barry <laughs> to invest at this time and it just went from growth to growth and half the people didn't even know what meme investing was or Wall Street Bets was. Um, and then that happened and it was on the news, wasn't it, for weeks. A long time. It was unbelievable how long it was on the news for and, and to see a company like that on the news that was dying the GameStop was dying it was like what at 12 12 or 13 pound a share it was or sorry dollars a share it was it was dying and it'd been dying for a long period of time and they had a had a bit of a a growth in the start of 2021 because they done something with a company maybe Microsoft or maybe PlayStation I'm not sure um, where their games could be sold via a platform and that increased their price a bit and because that increased the price, Wall Street Bets saw that increase of price and then helped and aided the company with the rise. And I think it got to something like 177. But uh, Slab, would you mind just looking at me for that, that real quick? Um, the highest of that game sort of got, I think it was 177 a share. So I imagine that percentage increase on that mm. from like 12 to... Scary. <laughs> We're getting off this. As soon as we get the result, we're talking. We're stopping talking about this because yeah, we're going about this forever. Yeah, go on. The juiciness. <laughs> what did it start as? What? <laughs> so it was two hundred and fifty-three dollars a share. It came in. At, it, it peaked at highest high. That's May twenty twenty-one. So what did it end at? Uh, sorry, when it, when it ended at two five, whatever it was, what time was that? What month was that? Insane, isn't it? One month. What? Yeah, from yeah. one seven. One seven something. In just one month, that's incredible. Isn't it? But it started early twenty twenty one. It started yeah. early. The increase was like six seven. A share, yeah. then it went to 12, and then it continued to picked up, didn't it? And then yeah. it spiked, and then literally did the opposite. A bit, well, we won't look at it now, but it crashed just as quick, and it was but, but what happened. People that were looking for a make a quick buck that weren't looking for the instant graph, that were looking for the instant gratification, sorry, bought at 256, invested their life savings because Johnny Davidson down the pub told him to, and what happened? Crash and lost all them, got nothing left, which is why. You do your own due diligence and look into the market yourself. No matter who, even if you're listening to us and you and we tell you to buy, we're never going to tell you to buy a stock. We're not going to tell you to put your money somewhere that's. We, you shouldn't listen to us. You should do your own due diligence. Do your you own research. Take, yeah, yeah, your own research. Just because we say Apple is the next big thing and it's going to go to the you know the moon, doesn't mean you should buy it. Exactly. Even if we're right, you should do your own research. Make sure you're comfortable putting your money where where you want to put it. Um, that's definitely a big lesson people yeah. need to learn anyway getting off of this we're going back to value and growth investing that's right so three metrics that is right three metrics that people look at between these uh, to decipher whether you're value investing or growth investing the first one is you look at the growth of a company um, growth of a company <clears throat> is because it's basically measured by how quickly the revenues profits 
and or cash flows are increasing over uh, annually. So if it, normally, if you're a growth investor, you look at small companies that aren't making massive cash but have the ability to make it. And if it's year on year, increasing by 20, 40, 50% every year, it's considered a growth company. You also want to look for, um, I'm not going to go into it in this one uh, regarding, but the gram number, you're also looking for a safe company to invest in, aren't you? That's value investing. Benjamin Graham is a value investor. No, but I'm talking about you're looking for a safe company to invest in because you, it's it's high growth, correct? Yes. But you don't want it to lose all its money. So you want it to have... We're saying that. So, you know, Amazon and Microsoft are considered growth companies because they're still making 40% plus revenues. And really? They're growing quickly, quicker than the market. Oh, okay. So, that, so oh, I stand correct. No, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying... It's not just the companies you've never heard of. Like Netflix once was originally a growth company because yeah. of their rapid, in, rapid rise to the top. Um, and now it's no longer really, it's not really growing that much. Um, but anyway, we'll get to the Graham number because I've got that down here. Okay. That's slightly later on. But you are correct. That is there. Um, so yeah, you're looking for a faster growth in that company than the market is. That's a growth stock. stock the second, like thing you'd look at is stock valuation so price per share how much is it is it valued at so this is where the big differentiator is between growth and value is because you would you could buy a growth stock at higher than market uh, higher overpriced yeah like microsoft at the minute like Amazon, they're very overpriced at the minute but you could still buy them because such a solid market for those particular companies that is you could still make gains could um whereas value investing you're looking for almost unrealized value you can see there is properly intrinsic value in the company they are trading below what they should be worth yeah um and that's when value investors get really excited because it gives you almost a margin of safety so there's a there's a there's a gap between what the company's actually worth and what you're paying for it and that is the basic margin of safety and you basically buy and hold and you wait for you you basically just ride the wave until it, until the market realizes, oh, this company is actually worth a lot more. Let's all get on board, and then it's, it's how value investing works essentially. Um, like you said earlier, the Benjamin Graham number, the the godfather of value investing, he came up with a number or a calculation to help you evaluate whether or not a company is overvalued, undervalued. And um, I'm saying a value a lot. Value, value, value. Yeah, it That's sounds weird I'm... in my head. Stay focused, but. Um, uh, so there's two um, metrics, oh, what do you call metrics, metrics yeah. Say, yeah metrics that you we look at all the time when we're looking into companies and there's there's many others as well but we'll just focus on these two so there's the PE ratio and the PB ratio right the PE ratio stands for price divided by earnings right so it's PPS price per share divided by earnings per share EPS um and that spits out a number and basically you, you take that number and you look at it and you, you can compare other companies in that sector between their uh, earnings per share and it, it just it just gives you a good idea of the price to how much they're earning, how much you're willing to pay for their earnings. Um, PB is price over book, uh, book value. So price per share divided by book value per share. Um, book value per share is effectively equity. Um and this indicates basically a company's uh, net value. So total assets minus total liabilities. And this gives you 
a, a real understanding of if the company's in a good place financially and if it's a safe investment at the same time. Yeah. So, for example, at the minute, McDonald's has got really bad PB because they're constantly buying up land. Not many people know this, but McDonald's owned a lot of land in the world. Um, and land is incredibly expensive, especially here in the UK. You're getting into quite a serious amount of debt purchasing all this land. So should they, it's not going to happen in our lifetime, but liquidate and collapse and have to do a fire sale to try and uh, pay off all of its investors, etc. You're actually going to be out of pocket because they're so far in debt with the the land acquisitions, which is quite an interesting little topic. Yeah. We can go into that another, another time. Um so yeah, you use these two indexes, uh, uh, metrics to calculate value. And it's, correct me if I'm wrong, it's PE. So the PE number that's can, it's all available on the internet, by the way, guys, all available. One it's good source is Investopedia. Incredible source, yeah. Investopedia. But you won't be able to get the metrics from them. No, you won't. Um, but you just be able to learn about all these in particular. And yeah, especially. These metrics. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. I use that all the time. Yeah. Um, I think it's great. But so if you, for example, you use Yahoo Finance, it's very, it's just cheap. Type it into Google, it takes straight there. You can find out the PE and PB ratios of any company. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, you, it's PE times the PB. Um, and whatever number it spits out, as long as it's below 22.5, yeah, that's it. it's a value. It's, there's, there's value to be found in that company. And, um, and that's one of, the, one of the ways people use value investment. Placing, uh, or start hunting for companies that have value and um, would you say you're a value investor uh, or will you go down that value investing route or are you going to look for other ways personally I think if you're a value investor you can find companies that are a big brand or bigger known well known brand and understand if they are undervalued at the moment and if there is money to be made in that side of the company as opposed to, in my eyes, a growth investor where you have to buy a company that isn't necessarily as well established as a bigger blue chip large cap stock, for instance. Um, yes, it may be a bit more risky and uh, the gains will also be probably sometimes bigger in a in a growth form. But with value, you can almost... I'm not going to say it, uh, but guarantee a form of good return if you have done a lot of research, in my eyes. Yeah, I agree. I agree, definitely. Do you know there's people out there that actually look into companies to buy them, even if they're on their way down. Um, if they've got good PBs, good equity in the company, you can buy them and make money off the liquidation of the company. Really, because yeah. of the yeah the good equity they've got, loads of cash, loads of assets in their name. It's on sale; they get a good return on their money, which is quite interesting. But that's again, that's a really complicated way of investing. That's like you need to know your stuff. Um, so going back, value investing, growth investing, two very different. They're not actually that different, are they? They're quite similar. It's just depending on what your end goals are. At the end, I th- yeah, like you said, I think it's it all depends on a how much risk you're willing to take um what your personality traits are and come down to um and how much time you have to actually invest in educating yourself to learn in how to read good companies and or growth yeah. companies basically in my eyes what about yourself i never asked you the question value or growth value 
all day. Benjamin Graham, Warren Buffett. I wanna wanna be mini versions, you know. Um, yeah, the goals aren't to make as much money as quickly as possible. It's to build something greater than that, in, in a sense. Um, and I think it's doable. We just got to have a long, patient, patient mindset, and it's more than doable. And I also think it's not this. So there's a saying. I think it's a Benjamin Graham saying. Um, the longer you hold a stock for, the less risky it is. And when you when you look at the absolute king of value investing, Warren Buffett, he bought stock back in 1900. I don't know the exact year, or even the, the maybe it was the 70s. I'm not not entirely sure. Don't quote me. Um, but he's held it and never sold a single share of Coca Cola, and he's been holding it for years and years and years, like well before 2000, so over 21 years at the minute, maybe even double that. Um, and he's absolutely he's raking and he makes billions a year off of the, holding those stocks yeah and that appeals to me more than sitting at a computer and he does nothing he's absolutely nothing for Coca-Cola whatsoever he just drinks their drink because he actually quite likes their drink as a sense but he does nothing for them in advertisement or business or anything like that. he's just an investor and he makes billions more than any member of staff at Coca-Cola does the CEO etc more than any of them but doing absolutely nothing and that appeals to me more than sitting at a desk grinding away looking at charts looking at um, tables and like almost day trading yeah. stocks and shares that just does not appeal to me it's too much work No, and I, that doesn't inspire me to do that much work I want to have a slightly more peaceful life than that you want to be more time free exactly that yeah so that's why I'm a value investor it's a nice little note that was but I like that yeah, yeah that's, that's good, good. That's good. Um, have you got anything else before we finish up <clears throat> on, oh, I have, no topic. I haven't I'm, I'm out before we do finish I just want to say um, one of Warren Buffett's great quotes and I may butcher this and you may have to save me um, and it is about the way he does value investing he says uh, you don't look to buy a good company at a good price you look to buy a great company at a great price so for instance you wait until the company is at the price you want to buy it. And if it's a great company and you understand how the company works and where the company's going, i.e. Coca-Cola, Apple, and you understand how it works and what its next steps are, and if you believe in something, as he did with those companies, then you buy it at the price that you're happy with. That I love that saying. That is, that is a great saying because it's, it's essentially telling you to do your research on the company. Understand what the company's doing. If it is a great company, then you, it doesn't matter what you're buying at. It's a great company. It's going to earn money. It's going to do well. Yeah. So, yeah. I love that saying. All right. Good. Finish off on that. So, before we go, don't forget, find us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, uh, all under Finding Success. We'll also be linked in the description box down below. Don't forget, if you haven't already, go back to episode one, give it a listen as well, and send some messages, get involved. Um, Instagram, Facebook, email us, do whatever. All the links are below. Get in contact with us, let us know how we're doing, if we can improve. If you've got any questions, just head them out there. Um, one final note, this is not financial advice. If you are willing and seek an advisor, go and find a professional. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Have a good week, guys. Success is available for everyone, so why should you sell for less?